I think I'm dumb, and this is Blender Style, the show where we discuss an extreme blend of music. On this episode, Nirvana in Utero, released 1993, third and final album. Cheers, guys. Cheers, gentlemen. So guys, uh, this is my pick. Uh, I've loved Nirvana ever since the first time I've ever heard him. And it was probably through uh, my older sister's uh, bedroom door because she never let me in there. (laughs) Uh, And I've always liked this album and I've just kind of wanted to bring it to the table and see what you guys thought about it also. So you've you've been familiar with this since like the 90s when it came out, you think? (sighs) Even as a little kid? Yeah, man. I have to be, and I'm, you know, a little younger, but like, like nine years old. So like I have a, a nephew and he's about probably the same age, probably nine or 10 when I first heard it or something. Wow. Did, I, I, well, I was like in seventh grade when this came out, something like that. You and me, Casey, 93. 93? So, okay. So yeah, yeah there's definitely period. like a somewhere on there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this was, I was watching MTV. It's all over MTV. Oh, yeah. I've seen the video for heart shaped box. I fucking hate that video. So I went to school and nobody wasn't talking. None of the kids that I was like going to school with were talking about Nirvana. You know what I mean? But you also, you couldn't miss it though. Like this was impossible to not hear. Oh yeah, for sure. Like unless uh, me, you're living under up, a rock or something. I grew up yeah. also, um, you know, sneaking, you know, crab radio on the radio and stuff. Cause I wasn't allowed to listen to some of this music when I was younger. You Interesting. Know? Yeah. Uh, I was listening to stuff like this, but it was a like Christian. Okay. I was allowed now to you listen, listen to like, black metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not super familiar with this. Um, I think, like you said, it was everywhere. Um, it wasn't really my style back in the day. I was Me back here. I was into like, I think this is when we were starting to get into like Pantera and stuff. And I was still really into like the hair metal stuff, like mm-hmm. anything with a cool guitar solo. That was my gig, and this was anti-guitar solo, anti, you know, any structure whatsoever. Um, so it never really fell on my radar back then. I mean, of course, I was familiar with the songs because it was all over. But yeah, never uh, never got super into it. I was more into bands like uh, Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. Yeah, Not I think so they were much. more my alley than Nirvana. Nirvana was so mainstream that it kind of turned me off. Yeah, it's mm. kind of like Nine Inch Nails back in the day. Exactly. So I didn't get into it later, and I, I listened to uh, Nevermind uh, like a few years ago and got yeah. into that. And it's a great album, but I didn't get into this one mm-hmm. until we uh, started. So like Smells Like Teen Spirit, first track on Nevermind. I skip that every fucking yeah. time. Exactly. But... but when I do happen to listen to the radio, which is not very often, uh, and it comes on, I'm like, all right, this is kind of a good jam. So I'm that, I'm that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm a fan of Nirvana. I've always liked it. So it's grunge, but it's also kind of, uh, it's like noise rock in this. It's very well. noise rock. Definitely noisy. Definitely like punk feel to it. Even on uh, the track uh, Milk It. It almost has like metal vibes, you know what I mean? Okay. To me, like stoner, yeah, yeah. like metal, like on, on milk. This was weird to me on milk. It he the one of the lyrics is uh, "Look on the bright side, suicide." <laughs> Do you think he was? You know, well, it wasn't long after this until he. I think it was less than a year. Right? Yeah. yeah. When he committed suicide. So I I don't know. I think 
so I, I never, like I said, I never really got into Nirvana, but I, I feel like this was a kind of a different direction from their previous album. Oh, totally. oh for sure. Um, and that's what they wanted. Yeah, and they didn't want to repeat that. I feel like uh, I read in interviews that, you know, Kurt felt like they'd already sold out with Nevermind. And he was trying to kind of say, screw you, we're doing what we want to do with this. Um, yeah, I think he was, uh, Kurt Cobain was definitely a a sound guy and an aesthetic guy. Mm-hmm. And he knew what he wanted. And I think Nevermind was a little too polished for him. Oh, for sure. Mm. And, well, you know, he was open about it and stuff. But, like, uh, in utero, you know, they recorded with Steve Albini, which is, you know, they got a, a lot great of, producer. They got a they lot did of flack Pixies and all kinds of bands from uh, the early 90s. Yeah, he's done Late tons 80s. of bands. And he was known to record, you know, reel to reel, mm-hmm. you know, no, you know, fudge and shit. And they recorded this album, I think it was like in like two weeks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I read. Yeah. Two weeks and then they sent it in and the record label was pissed and made them change like, it. Change yeah. of, of, but also of the these songs. original recordings, dude. Uh, a lot of there was a, like a lot of lost time within the two mm-hmm. weeks from what I've kind of you know read or saw and um, they recorded this like as a band like one take yeah I mean probably a couple takes yeah but they recorded the core songs it's as a band a jam session. recorded it and then later on you know put guitar parts in or and uh, you know so it's like recorded live Pretty much, yes. Interesting. And like Kurt Cobain, like I, if I'm correct, um, a lot of the there's no overdubs and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. with the vocals. He doesn't, you know, which you could, a lot you of could bands almost do, tell because there's a lot of rawness in his vocals on this. Dude, that first chord, you know, like when the record starts, that first, that first song, it sounds like a dying cat. Well, I love that so, the intro is just so like, raw. like fuck you, your ears are like what? Yeah, yes. and then into a cool little riff you know that you know he goes into uh the first two tracks are abrasive as shit yeah and then like heart-shaped box anchors it see i can't stand that song but i'm, I'm with you on the first you don't two like tracks. heart-shaped box that is like the worst song i love that song. it's also it's like it smells like teen spirit for me yeah so i, I still love the i love the song but no so i'm with matt like the first two tracks are super abrasive where i'm just like this is horrible but then there's these little parts that kind of peek oh, through abrasive. when i hear abrasive i'm like tight yeah you, well, mean, <laughs> you no. say abrasive you're like nah. yeah no i mean i mean abrasive like i don't want to listen to it because it sounds bad but then like these little parts peek through that are kind of like oh okay so there's something here and then it goes back to being like abrasive but then like my thing with this was there was so much um differentiation on each one of the tracks like some tracks are mastered really well and some are really like poorly mastered. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there it's the production on this is fucking phenomenal, dude. See, I don't agree with that. I think the production on this is all over. I the love place. how this sounds so much. Oh, no, I love how, how some of this stuff sounds, but then there's other tracks that you could tell they took their time on. I kind of like that. There's like a variety of like, mm-hmm. you know, well, I think some songs were probably just, he had for so long already and then it went in and did it, you know, maybe. Yeah. But see, I think it has more to do with the way that they were pissed off because Steve Albini did this really raw recording for him, and the, no, they loved that at first. Man. No, the label, the label. That's no, what they, no Nirvana was great with it. That's what they wanted. Yeah, they Steve exactly Albini wrong. didn't like the final cut, yeah. per se. But yeah. the record label came back and said, "Hey, we want you to redo these songs." And they went and sent uh, what was it, the three Heart Shape Box, um, like three tracks, and to be remastered by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, and right. That's what's on, and that's what I'm talking about, like. 
Those three tracks they are, do sound, but different. it doesn't Completely affect different. any. Yeah, but it doesn't affect any of the necessarily like the the playing of the musicians. You know, no, I mean? like no. I'm just saying the mastering. Like, it's it. definitely it's noticeably different, yeah. and I noticed that too. But I kind of like it. I like that oh, it's, for sure. See, it man. bugs me because because <laughs> you get those two nasty tracks and then heart shaped box. Yeah, and it's really band, clean. And it's clean that... and sound. You know what I like about heart shaped box is like the quiet parts are quiet. Mm -hmm. Like when it's quiet, you almost like just hear that them in the room. Range is, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful, dude. I love that in that song. Yeah, I love that it. That's I love that it has dynamics. I love that it changes up. That it gets loud. It gets you know low. It's super it's, quiet. Yeah. Um, you know. Same reasons I like the Pixies. I like, and this is what this this band was just taking their influences and doing it in a in a different way, mm -hmm. and I love it. Like, and especially this recording. I think because they went with Steve Albini, this record is my favorite Nirvana record, man. The, really? The, oh, dude, the drums sound amazing in this. The drums on Dumb sound so good. Uh, so good. The guitars, like everything about this is is really cool. I like that the guitars are kind of like quieter in the mix. Yeah, I, I do like the tone. Like the, the guitar bass tone, is the way bass up tone, there, all dude. that stuff. It's really like, good. Kurt's voice is on point through this whole thing. Yes. Like even when it's not good and it's you could tell he's pushing past his limit, it still works really well and it sounds good. So when I was, like I said earlier, I was a kid when I really got into Nirvana. Mm -hmm. A fucking kid, you know, didn't know shit. And there was times I thought the lyrics were one thing and, you know, <laughs> I'm even now, you know, I'm listening and like, you know, reading the lyrics along with it and stuff like that. And these lyrics mean more to me now than they did when I was a kid. I didn't know. I, you know what I mean? I think even lyrically, this is a, a pretty good record. Yeah. So Casey, you're more of the lyrics guy out of the three I of us. I didn't get into the lyrics on this. Really? I'm not a lyrics guy and I did. I so I have a this bit. love hate relationship with Nirvana. Okay, <laughs> um, let's hear about it, dude. So so I'm kind of with you. You know, I was hanging out with your sister a lot back then. Um, and now your wife, yeah, now yeah, my wife, and she listened to this a lot along with Hole. But this was so mainstream that it was one of those those out or this this band was so mainstream. I won't say this album because it kind of just came out, but. Um, it wasn't something I was interested in. It was too mainstream for something I wanted, and it 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 ruined arena metal. See, it was which cool is what I was into, and uh, I was more pissed off yeah, that like hair metal. Yeah, it killed hair metal. And that was my thing, and I was I was so pissed off that hair metal was gone. That I just <laughs> that I just hated this band so much that I just never wanted to give them a chance. Damn. And I still I like listening to it now. I still carried that resentment. I was like. I fucking hate this band. <laughs> but you're like, you kind That's of admit that it's good. Yeah, too. I have to admit. And I also have to give them this, that they ushered in an era of music where they were like the forefront of this style of music that progressed like Nirvana or like a Soundgarden and Pearl Jam and stuff. But there were so many other great grunge bands that I think were a better representation of the style of music I than agree. they were. Even people but they got way more... They were just the most popular. They were just the most popular, and it always bugged me. So I tell even like even yes. because of Nirvana, we got to enjoy Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. You enjoyed that? Because I did. You don't like because, Jagged Little no. Pill? No. We're, we're going to do Nirvana, that on this Because show. of Nirvana, you know, like, garbage got as big as they did and stuff. And maybe I'm saying bands that you guys aren't into, but, like, yeah. this is the shit that I was into. 
And I think sometimes, uh, I think it does have to do with, like, the age thing. Yeah, I think but so. But it's just also the same thing with, like, new metal. Like, I fucking <laughs> love new metal. And people are, like, like always metal. like, ooh, fuck Macy it. Macy likes new metal. I like new yeah, metal, yeah. I, but I'm just saying that there's, like, sometimes. True. Yeah, I shouldn't put you guys Do you, like, Disturbed, that. though? No. Fuck no. No. But it's my wife's favorite band. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Going back to the, the production a little bit, I also wanted to mention, you know, I'm, most of the time I listen to this stuff on headphones. Mm-hmm. Or in my car when I'm driving around. But I will say, I all, just having my iPhone sitting on the table and playing, this sounds really fucking good on my iPhone, even. I think that's because it's that noise thing. No. I, I swear, uh, this this album ha- sounds good on cassette, CD, and on vinyl. What about 8-track? Never heard of it. I don't think it was released yeah, on 8-track. Yeah, it's not on 8-track, obviously, because it's not... <laughs> uh, and maybe and maybe it is because it is noisy and stuff like that, but I think it also has like a nostalgia for it, you know, like when I first heard this it was probably on cassette. Or well, the songs I heard on Crab sneaking playing Crab Radio. Well, well I kinda of think it's like like you guys were saying, like Matt was touching on the iPhone or like just out of the phone speaker saying, When this gets noisy, there is no low end in this. It's all that higher register. So you're not missing a lot of it. But when it opens up Oh, I see what you There's saying. a lot of like mid and low in there. Do you guys think this plays well as an album, or is it just like a bunch of songs that are thrown together? To me, I think it plays better as songs, not as an album. Um, but I think that's also because I think Nirvana is a better band unplugged than they are plugged in. The, the unplugged shit's great. No, that's what, and that's what I'm saying. Like this that's... was too much noise and too much animosity for stealing hair metal to me. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't let it go. I can't let it go. That I prefer them. As an unplugged band. I think they work great as an unplugged band. Mm. Well, so you wish there was more vodka and less drugs. Yeah, maybe. More whiskey. Yeah, I think maybe titties. that's it. More fake more, titties. More hairspray. <laughs> I wish there was Way more hairspray. More hairspray. Yeah. And spandex. So that's an interesting question for me. That, like, is it just songs or is it an album? Uh, I just feel like every song on this album is really good. And it could be played at any time, anywhere, um, any vibe almost. Um, I really love it. I really love the sound. So you're saying every song on this is a banger? Yeah. And I, you know, a banger is not even a word that I would like even describe. Like I, True, right. Album, these aren't like know? rocking bangers necessarily. You know? But like, great. But, uh, yeah, I, I think these are, I think this is Nirvana's best album. And I really think it's sad that they had only, you know, really three full lengths and this happened, you know. Uh, I uh, It was produced really well, the drums and everything. I, I love everything about this record. Casey, what do you rate this? Ah! So, um, I give this a, a 2.3 out of 5. Wow! I, Holy I shit. couldn't get into it. I couldn't get past my, my disdain for their sound obviously um, <laughs> to me there's to me 2.3 might be your lowest rating i think no is it, it might be eminence that's pretty be, i like that no that was but, mine. uh i would uh, this one's hard because to me i feel like nirvana is overrated as all hell mm. i don't think they were a great band um they had some really good songs i'll give them that um i think all of their unplugged stuff is great. Um, but I just, I don't get the Nirvana hype for 
their regular stuff. Um, to me, it's just, it's whiny. Uh-huh. And I guess that was a thing, you know, back in the day. But I just, I could do without it. I think Kurt's voice is killer on this. I think the the drumming is great. Mm-hmm. Um, the song structures are cool. It's just, it's not my thing. I, I don't really dig it. So can, I, I just want to say something real quick. Um, I, to, I, you know, I get that. I totally understand. But like, that's the same thing to me with like, say like Metallica. Like you got to think of it as like a whole picture of like what Nirvana even did to music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? True. Like, it's the same thing with the Beatles. I'm not the biggest Beatles fan, but I know the Beatles, they'll, you know, respect where respect is given, you know. And Nirvana opened up, you know, a, a group of people that had already been doing it for many, many years. But they I think I there. heard a lot of, uh, I think I've heard a lot more great music indirectly from Nirvana. Yeah, they had a huge influence. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'm kind of glad that happened. So, what would you rate it then, Matt? Since my rating's so horrible. No, I don't. That was higher than what I thought you were going to do, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, well, I kind of already knew, you know, I know Casey. <laughs> I thought we were all going to come in here with like four pluses. Yeah, I thought then you started shitting on them. Like, Nirvana's, right? Nirvana's on my same level as Metallica. Yeah. We're, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Then I related the... Well, I totally disagree. I give this a 4.2 out of 5. Nice. This is a fucking killer album. Some of the songs aren't great for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I can just pick out any song. I think it plays better as an album. Um, But, like, the lyrics are fantastic. Like, some of them, like, uh, I tried to have a father, but instead I had a dad. I wish I could eat your cancer when you turn black. Like, there's a lot of... And we all know those lyrics. Like, when I say it, you guys know what I'm talking about. And uh, it's fucking killer, dude. Four point two out of five for me. Okay. Nathan, this is your pick. What do you What do you rate this? Well, you rate it, Nath. Well, Nath. I guess I'm, you know, now boring and old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I give this a four point eight. Oh wow! And I'll tell you right here and now. I honestly thought about giving this a five point oh. But you want to blow your load on the no, first no. No, I think I think my nostalgia. And my uh, respect and thankfulness that comes toward, <laughs> you know, Nirvana plays the rest of my my score for it. You know what I mean? And we're voting on this album, and uh, I really love this album, but I, it's not a perfect album for me. It's a 4.8. That's one of the things that sucks about doing this is, like, there's certain albums that I have a lot of nostalgia for, and then I have to go through it with a fine-tooth comb, and I'm like, ah, it's not a fine. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's something that, you know... You in my heart, it's a you know some of these albums are fives, even though when I well, like because at one point they were right. Oh, absolutely, you know? absolutely. But then you get older and you look, you hear other stuff. You're like, yeah. Oh. And then you even hear that your five probably ripped off a rip from Megadeth or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, no, and, and I'm with you guys because I'm a big fan of the grunge. Like, grunge music was great. There's a lot of it, but it's just. The high ground, Paw. Paw. Would yeah. you have heard of Paw if it wasn't for Nirvana, Casey? I think I would have. Because you would have found that. I would have found, found Paw. But, uh, but yeah, that's exactly the thing. I, I was a big fan of grunge. I just, I didn't like the hype of Nirvana. Mm. I think that's that was it. This is Blender Style, and that was uh, Nirvana in Utero. Hey, wait! 
I got a new complaint about this. Hey, Nate. Like this stuff. 